1: Tonight, we're going to answer your questions for Valentine's Day on Love, Sex, and Relationships with my special sidekick, Shorty with the 40. Shorty, are you there?
2: Yes, I am.
1: Awesome. So we're going to get into the listeners' questions. And all you guys out there, if you have a question on Love, Sex, or Relationships, you can go ahead and submit them at drzoetoday.com or you can do it right on the Dr. Zoe Today app and just click on Ask Dr. Zoe and submit your questions there on love, sex, and relationships. So I have Shorty with me. Shorty is my girl, and you can check her out on Instagram. Shorty, tell everybody your Instagram.
2: It is Shorty with the 40, and then I spell S H O R T Y. W-I-T-D-A, and then 40 is in the number.
1: Awesome. Hit me up. Yeah, you definitely want to connect with Shorty. She is cool. Okay, let's go ahead and get started on these questions. What do we got, Shorty?
2: All right, I think you're going to like this first one from Alexa. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years. We're pretty good about keeping it hot in the bedroom or out of the bedroom. Ooh. (laughs) But I want to do something especially sexy this Valentine's Day. Any suggestions?
1: Okay, so
2: five years is a while, and it can, you know, after, like, two or three
1: years, sometimes things get a little stale, huh, Shorty? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, five years is a while. Alexa, thanks for writing in. Um, Suggestions. I would say, you know, you say that you keep it hot in the bedroom or out of the bedroom, so public places are always fun if you could be naughty and wear a short skirt and hike it up somewhere and, do a little doggy style somewhere and get away with it, you know, and he's like inside of you and like nobody knows. Just let him like peek his pee pee out of, you know, the zipper or something. What yes. do you think? <laughs> What do you What do you think, Shorty? I
2: was thinking the same thing. Yeah, so
1: public places are always fun. Um, you know, if you're really discreet, don't get arrested. And, you know, I would say different things. Like if you've never played with toys in the bedroom, like, you know, whatever you're into, whatever you both feel comfortable about, like don't take it to the limit to where he's going to be like, oh, my gosh. But I would say, of course, a sexy outfit and maybe – some toys or maybe some new lube or something, you know, something different. Just spice it up and do something outside of the normal. But I wouldn't take it to the point where he's just like, oh, my gosh, like, what's going on? What do you <laughs> think, What do you think, Shorty?
2: I think Fifty Shades of Grey is coming out. I see what kind <laughs> of level of freak they're working with and see what you can do.
1: Awesome. Okay, what do we got
2: next? All right, next up we have Anonymous. I'm having an affair on my wife, and I really want to be with the woman I'm having an affair with on Valentine's Day. I've tried everything to make my marriage work, and it's not working. Is it wrong to not be with my wife and to be with the woman I love? Yes. Um, You Okay, so Anonymous, you're still married. So
1: the fact that you're still married, like you haven't ended the marriage yet. So you're obligated. Yeah, I mean, you're still married. You haven't uh, ended the marriage yet, so you need to be with your wife. And, you know, you need to seriously live authentically, live true to yourself. If you truly love this other woman, then it's not right for you to keep your wife strung along. What do you think, Shorty?
2: I agree. I think you're keeping your wife for some reason. Yeah,
1: exactly. So if you're still with your wife, even though you're having an affair and you say you love this other woman, you need to man up and end the marriage. And then you could be with the woman that you love all you want, but you've got to – close one door before you completely enter into another one, or it's just going to cause problems all the way around, not only for your wife, but for yourself as well. It will come back to bite you in the ass. I promise you. (laughs) It will. Definitely.
2: Okay. What do we got next? All right. We got Josh. Dr. Zoe, I knew you years ago back when you were an agent in the music industry. Oh, boy. You were a judge at a showcase I performed at and gave me some very blunt criticism. Not surprised. Ooh. I didn't appreciate it at first, but admittedly helped me in the long run. I'm wondering if you still offer any kind of artist management. Oh,
1: Um, no. Those days are over for me. I was an agent in the music industry for a very long time. I worked out of a studio, a state-of-the-art recording studio, 32 tracks, you know, just amazing time in my life, worked with multi-platinum artists, and I still have some of those artists as clients. Um, Josh, what I do now is, and I'm thinking... Um, <laughs> I'm thinking that you know I'm glad that you took the criticism in a good way in the long run, and that's really cool um, that you followed what I'm doing. If you look at my website, which is T dot com, it's k a t a p u l t e n t. dot com. It used to be catapult. Entertainment, now it's Catapult Enterprises, so it's Catapult with a K, E and T, short for Enterprises. You can check that out and you can see what I offer now is confidential coaching to artists. So I can help you with your career. We still do PR. We still have tons of connections and things like that. But I'm not an agent. I get requested all the time to be an agent again, and those days are over for me. But thanks so much, Josh, and you can check out Catapult and see what we offer for artists now. Yeah. So what's next, Shorty?
2: All right. Next up we have another anonymous. I met a guy online, and we've been talking for a year. I just found out he's living with someone. Ooh. I found out who she is. Uh oh! I really like this guy a lot, but I'm disgusted that I found out he had a live-in girlfriend. Should I tell her that <laughs> he's been telling me that he loves me and we've been exchanging dirty pictures? Dirty pictures? Oh, my. Who does that? Nobody does that. Exchanging <laughs> dirty pictures.
1: Okay. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, You know what? Shorty, I'm going to let you talk about this first. What do you think?
2: I love how she handed this to me, guys. <laughs> I'll give my opinion in a second.
1: Let's let Shorty talk about it. Okay, so she, so I met this guy online. We've been talking for a year. She found out he's living with someone. She found out who she was. She probably, like, found her on Facebook or something, obviously, if she met this guy online. She likes him a lot, but she's disgusted. She found out he has a living girlfriend. So they've been talking a year. That's a while.
2: I I mean I would have found it strange we would have been talking for a year without knowing all of this. Right. Um and also I think online you have to be kind of careful anyways. You really don't know who you're talking to, which people stress that I mean from fifth grade up. Right. So, but, I mean, I totally understand if you meet someone, and let's be honest, everyone has sent a dirty picture. And if you're, <laughs> I don't care if it was the tip or the whole thing, you it. <laughs> Like, don't tell me you haven't. So, but I do think... That he has, he obviously lied to her, and right there, I think right. I would be kind of weary, and I think I would kind of move on because, girl, anyone can send you pics.
1: Right, exactly. It's not only that, but you, like, her question is should she tell his girlfriend no. that he's telling her, like, you're going to look like such an ass? If you go to the girlfriend and you're like, listen, I know you and your boyfriend are living together, but I've been talking to him for a year, and we exchange dirty pictures. Like, you're the one that's going to look like an ass. What I would do is I I would truly confront him. And do that and just see, you know, how that goes. And I would confront him and just see what's up with that. Definitely avoid her. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't tell her. I don't think it's your place, but I would let him go, definitely. And the fact that you like him, I mean, you obviously got catfished. Sorry, babe. Okay, (laughs) next question.
2: All right, next we have Eileen. My cousin just got married to a guy that's much younger than her, and I was in her wedding. We just got a, we got all a little drunk at the rehearsal dinner, and he grabbed my ass. <laughs> I thought it was all in playfulness, but later on the night, I was coming out of the ladies' room, and he pushed me up against the wall and said I was lucky he didn't meet me first. Should I tell her they just got married.
1: Oh, man. Listen, cousin... You were supposed to tell her before she married his ass. If it was at the rehearsal dinner, you pull your cousin aside and you tell your cousin what's up, not after they've said their nuptials. I mean, my gosh, like, come on. Like, she just married the guy. This happened at the rehearsal dinner. I get that everyone was drinking, but it was obviously inappropriate and for you to tell her now i think is extremely fucked up maybe um he was just trying to get a last thrill you know so i would just keep an eye on the situation see how things work out with them and i i honestly don't think i would say anything because i think you missed your your mark you should have said something uh, before they got married What do you think, Shorty? Yeah, I
2: think you missed the boat, darling. Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. I mean, that, can you imagine? So, what would you do if that happened to you? I mean, I would be like, yo, cousin, come here, we need to talk. Like, your man, this is what just happened. This is the reality of it. And, like, at least she could confront him and talk to him about it before she married him. But now it's kind of like this dirty little thing. (laughs) But I think what it was is that if he was drinking, he's about to tie the knot, he's at his rehearsal dinner, he sees you, and he's just like, yeah, let me just feel like, you know, that stud one last time. And it probably turns him on that you're a relative, Is it fucked up? Yes, it's extremely fucked up. But you don't – you're not going to mess up their marriage now and tell your cousin now. You should have told your cousin before she married him, definitely. I don't think that you should say anything unless she has problems with him and you see that there's problems in the marriage. Then very gently, like, out to lunch, be really cool about it and be like, listen, I should have told you this sooner, but this happened. But unless you see some something bad within their marriage, I don't think you should say anything. What do you think? Well,
2: maybe I'm a bitch, but if it will- it depends on the cousin. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think you missed your boat, and I feel like you should never bring it up because now, you know, she's not going to believe you, you know, because as a yeah. cousin, you should have said it earlier. So now it might look true. like you just want her man.
1: Oh, true, true, true. You so don't... don't
2: be that cousin.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Okay, next question. All right, Dr. So we got Josie. I love having sex with my boyfriend, but it seems like every time I get near his semen, I break out in a rash. <laughs> Could I be allergic to his cum? This has never happened with anyone else.
1: Oh, Bad chemistry. Bad chemistry. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah, you know, this happened to me years ago. I was dating a guy, and every time I would, like, lay on his chest and, you know, our skin, it was, like, skin against skin – my My skin like and this never happened to me before either, but my skin would react really weird, like I'd break out in a little rash or I just felt irritated and red. So absolutely you could be allergic to his cum. Each one of us carry different, you know, genetics, different – well, genetics really doesn't play a part. But anything that he does, it might be something in his diet that is coming, you know, through his semen. Like, you know, I mean, it could be anything. It could be something that is just – so I would be like, babe, I would talk to him about it first, and I'd just be like, babe, every time, you know, I get near your comma, I'm breaking out. Like, you know, can you drink more water? Can we try to, like, you know, try to see what you can do? Like, have him, like, maybe take some golden seal and echinacea, which will cleanse his system or do a detox and drink a lot of water, and it could be just something that is in his diet, that's causing, you know, like um, acid, maybe it's like too much acid in his semen, but it really could just be bad chemistry. So try to work it out first, do some research, see what you can do. If it doesn't, like, clear up and you love the guy, you sounds like you're going to be in a lot of pain. (laughs)
2: what do you think well shorty what would you do if that happened to you Ooh, i think i'd go to the doctor yeah but then again you know after sex i always feel like i've got a rash i'm breathing heavy and my chest is all red but that's just sex for you (laughs) all right let's go to the next question all right next up we got brian I've been married for three years, and my wife is absolutely beautiful, but the sex has gone from hot and steamy to practically non-existent. I know I'm supposed to be romantic for Valentine's Day and, of course, get her in the mood, but I don't even feel like making an effort because I know after Valentine's Day it's just going back to the same old stale shit. What should I do?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay.
2: Well, I do confidential coaching
1: for men, very affluent men, very high-powered men. For years and years, I've been doing this, and I hear this all the time. So first of all, Brian, we want you to know here on Dr. Zoe today, you're not alone. This is very common, and women listening, I try my best on this show to encourage women that are married to step it up because you know the divorce rate is just insane it's like 50 60% it's it's crazy and it's getting worse and marriage is becoming something of the past um so if people are going to be married it's really important that we understand that we each have our own desires we each have our own freak level, and what we need to do is we need to encourage you guys to communicate number one so Brian you've got to talk to your wife you don't know she might be laying there thinking that you're the one that sucks in bad that you're the one that you know hasn't um, kept it hot and steamy or anything like that so what I would do is I would make the effort, but I would also communicate, and I would talk to her about it and just be like, look, like I want us to get that spark back. I want us to have good sex. If you've already done that, then I would say, are you willing to get some kind of coaching or counseling or something to make our our marriage, you know, the way that it should be? So I would definitely put your best foot forward. Know that you've done everything in your power, First, and it says that you have made an effort, but I would communicate, talk about what your sexual needs are, see what her sexual needs are, see what's going on with her, and just give it your all before you walk away. Don't walk away and don't not try. What is the point of being married if you're not going to try, Brian? So try, and then if you give it your all and you've given it your all and nothing works, then you walk away. So that's my advice. Shorty, what do you think?
2: I think you should definitely still do something for Valentine's Day. You are married. But I do agree with Dr. Zoe. I think, you know, you never know. She could be laying there thinking about, ooh, we could try this. But sometimes women are scared to make the first move. We don't want to scare you guys with how kinky we actually are. (laughs) So maybe after some good Valentine's Day sex, just be like, babe, like maybe we should try this sometime or just feel her out.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. Let's go on to the next question.
2: All right, next we have Samantha. I've been living with my high school sweetheart for the past five years. I live in l a and work within the in- entertainment industry, and I've been having the best sex of my life with a guy at work. Mm. I know this is pretty normal this is pretty normal l a life, but I really feel guilty. I'm obviously not satisfied at home. Should I end it or keep playing the game? Cool. Samantha, Samantha. Okay, normal L.A. life. I mean, what's normal, really? So
1: what you're saying, Samantha, is it's normal L.A. life. You work in the entertainment industry. Everybody fucks around on their significant other. But does not really make you feel good? Does it make you feel, you know, good about yourself? I don't think you would write in if it made you feel good about yourself. I think what's going on is that you do feel, you know, a lot of guilt, like you said, Um, you're not satisfied at home the guy that you're fucking at work, I mean, is he married? Is he really interested in you other than just a romp? Like, you know, you got to think of it, too. Like, human nature is to want what we can't have, right? But yet, the other side of the coin is that we want somebody that we can spend our lives with and enjoy our lives with. So it's kind of like, you make a decision. Are you going to play the game? Well, obviously, you don't feel comfortable playing the game of having your cake and eating it, too. So I think you need to make a decision of what you're going to do are you going to be single and enjoy you know the fiery steamy sex at the office or whatever the case may be Um, or are you going to stay in this relationship that you're not satisfied in and have like you know your side action which you're not going to feel good about yourself you're not going to be able to and again karma is a bitch like what goes around comes around you reap what you sow it's the law of the universe so eventually something really bad is going to happen if you keep up the game, quote-unquote. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next question.
2: All right, next up we have Nicole. I've been dating a guy who is a total catch, but I want the relationship to go to the next level. How do I make a a guy fall in love with you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Nicole. I always
1: tell women the sexiest thing is confidence. I mean, I think that... When you're confident, like, a man is attracted to a woman who knows who she is and what she wants. So you don't even have to be, like, the hottest. You know, you don't have to be the skinniest, because I know I'm not. I'm a thick chick. And you don't have to be. But what I'm saying is, like, there's always going to be somebody smarter. There's always going to be somebody skinnier. There's always going to be somebody hotter. There's always going to be somebody, even if you have the nicest tits, there's going to be somebody with nicer tits or a nicer ass. So what I would do is I would be confident in who I am, accept you for who you are, and know, first of all, who you are. Then you're going to attract men to you like bees to honey. Like, it's just it, it just happens. When you're confident in who you are, there's no doubt about it that you attract men like crazy. Or if you're gay, you're going to attract women, but here it says you're dating a guy who's a total cat you want the relationship to go to the next level, but you have to be confident in it. If he feels pressure and he feels like, oh, um, you know, and you're like, oh, I really want these to go to the next level and can we please be more serious and, you know, have you thought about marriage and it's cool to talk about that stuff, but if you're constantly talking about it and you're constantly talking about going to the next level, you're going to scare him off. So be confident in who you are and know that he's going to fall in love with you because of everything that's wonderful about you, Nicole. What do you think, Shorty?
2: I agree with you. I think confidence is key, but I also believe you can't make anyone do anything very true, very, very true. so in other words, don't obsess over it. Don't like obsess over it and be like,
1: "Oh, I need this guy to fall in love with me because it's true. you can't make him do anything but If you're more confident in yourself and and you have this guy already, but you're not like sweating him, I guarantee he's probably going to be attracted to you more. So, but I agree, you can't make anybody do anything. That's very true. Okay, next next question. Oh, we got a good one. The tables have. The tables
2: have turned. <laughs> we have a question for you. Oh no. Anonymous. Doctor Zoe, I'm a forty year old successful man that has been following your career for over five years. I wanted to invite you to some of many of my events or ask you on a date, but you're always very vague about your whether you're taken or single, which is it?
1: Okay, well, if you've been following me for the last five years, I will just say this. Um, At times, I've been single, and at times, I've been taken. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to answer more of your questions on love, sex, and relationships with Shorty with the 40.
0: (laughs) Are you a leader in your industry? A high-performance male on the cutting edge of business, sports, or entertainment with no one you can trust to talk to about relationship, financial, or career issues? Dr. Zoe has been a confidant to men just like you for over a decade. Get this secret weapon in your corner and become one of her VIP clients today. Go to catapultent.com. That's K A T A P U L T E N T.com. Or call 1 844 MyDoctorZoe. That's 1 844 MyDoctorZoe.
1: All right, all right. And we are answering your Valentine's Day questions on love, sex, and relationships. We always like to keep it real raw and relevant. And I got Shorty with the 40 with me. And, Shorty, go ahead and give out that Instagram again. You could check out Shorty, my Instagram and my Twitter first. I'm going to give that out first, is Zoe and Friends. But if you're listening to the show, most likely you're connected to me. But it's Zoe and the letter N, Friends, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can just Google me and find me. Shorty on Instagram. I want you guys to all link up with her and follow this awesome chica. Shorty, go ahead and give out your Instagram. All right,
2: it's Shorty with S-H-O-R-T-Y-W-I-T-D-A and then 40 as in the numerical.
1: Awesome, awesome.
2: Okay, what's the next question we got? All right, next up we have Rob. I'm twenty nine and dating a woman and I've been dating a woman for three years younger than me for about a year. She's been pressuring me into having a baby. Late and lately <laughs> I feel like I'm not ready for children yet. I love her and I want to be happy, but she will not drop the baby talk. It's making me nervous that she might try something shady. I've been telling her, let's just wait, and I'm pretty sure if I keep telling her, no, it's going to be a deal breaker. What should I do? Okay.
1: This is a common – this is very common, and we've had this question on this show before, maybe not the exact circumstances. Okay, Rob, you're 29. So she's three years younger. She's 26. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. I think that, you know, so you've been together a year, which is not that long. You definitely need to be um, together longer before you're thinking about having a baby together and all that stuff. Um, it doesn't sound like you're married. Um, let's see here. No, she's not married. Okay, so the baby thing. A lot of women think that if they have a baby with you that you're going to stay with them and it, it's a bond that keeps you together. And it sounds like if she's really pressuring you into it, maybe there's something deeper going on in the relationship that um especially because you said you think she's going to try something shady if you're with a girl a woman that you think that she's purposely going to get pregnant when you don't want to get pregnant then you need to look at that you need to look at that because there's something deeper going on it sounds like she's trying to cling on to you for some reason so it might be the baby thing or it might be she's afraid of losing you thing a little bit more what do you think
2: I agree fully. I'm sure she's got an uh, ulterior motive. So I would just maybe say, baby, I want more time with just me, you and me. Tell her you want to travel. Tell her something. Yeah. And maybe she'll see that you have future plans. Or even tell her eventually you want a baby. Just let her know that you're not, not having a baby because you don't want to be with her. Right, right, definitely. Okay, next question. All right, next up we got confused. So, I was at home a little drunk last weekend, and I decided I wanted to watch one of those live cam porn porn stars. (laughs) Well, the girl looked way too familiar, and after a minute, I realized it was my stepsister wearing a wig. Closed it right away, but it's been fucking with my head ever since. We come from a fluent, famous family. This is the last thing you would expect to see from her. Should I say something to her or mention it to her mom? What if someone else recognizes her?
1: Wow. Okay. So you're chilling and ready to get your jerk on, you turn on some webcam porn, and you realize that it's your stepsister with a wig on. Whoa. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's a little crazy. And, of course, it's going to fuck with your head. Um, And the fact that you come from a fluent, famous family doesn't surprise me because usually the more um, successful, fluent, famous families are very centric. So this could be, like, her way of living out something that she needs to live out. In other words, like, um, I have my business, which is extremely serious, and my clients are, you know, it's it's a very serious business, but then I do this show about love, sexual and relationships. It's kind of like an outlet. Maybe this is, um, confused, maybe this is your stepsister's outlet. So I would talk to her. Um, I would never say anything to her mom. I would definitely talk to her first. And just be like, hey, like, what's up? This happened. I'm admitting something crazy. I went on this webcam porn. I saw you. I recognized you. I know it was you. Like, is something deeper going on? And I'd just be like that brother, just be there for her and just be like, look, what if somebody else recognizes you? Is this really what you want as far as, you know, your your reputation? And it could really hurt her reputation later on down the road. So I would just talk to her. And if it's something that she really enjoys and she's getting something out of it, I would not judge her. I'd just be supportive. What do you think, Shorty?
2: I fully agree. I mean, I don't see her age in this, and that kind of plays something to me. I mean, If you feel like it is something that maybe her mom should know, as you know, since I am younger. Oh, if she's,
1: like, underage?
2: Yeah. Yeah. But if she's a grown-ass woman, <laughs> let her get on with her bad self. Like, I
1: mean, <laughs> you, sat, you were fixing to watch it, so. Yeah, I know, and if I didn't think of that. And so that's that's why I have you on this show, girl, because I didn't even think of that. Like, <laughs> yes, definitely, if she's, like, 15, 16 years old. Um, yeah, you should talk to her first still, because she's, she's old enough to get on there and do this kind of stuff, then she's obviously sexual, you know, she might be, like, an old soul, like, that wants to grow up fast, whatever the case may be, but if she is underage, I talk to her first and tell her she needs to stop, or you're going to talk to her mom, definitely. Thanks for that, girl.
2: I didn't even think of that. No Okay, problem. next question. All right, we got Mario. I'm going out with one of my friends on Valentine's Day. Never had any kind of romantic relationship with her, but I know I love her. My question is, how do I transition out of the friend zone? Oh, Ooh, Mario. Mario
1: doesn't want to be the friend anymore. You know, it's funny. I was one of these tricks that, like, I've always had a lot of guy friends. Um, you know, I meet a some really cool girls and women that are awesome. Shorty's awesome, love mm-hmm. her. But I really, like, I've always been one of these chicks that hangs out with a lot of guys and has a lot of guy friends. And as I got a little older, it was really obvious that when people say, you know, usually you don't have a guy friend unless the guy friend wants to fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the older I got, the more I realized, like, uh yeah, okay, this is true. Because <laughs> then you'd be, like, with friends, like, my bestest friends, and then they'd confess, like, oh, I've had a crush on you for years and years. It's like, dude, are you serious? Like, I, like, fell asleep in your lap the other night. Like, what were you doing to me when I was asleep? Like, it's just <laughs> always, like, you know, it's uncomfortable. But, okay, so if you are hanging out with her as a friend and you really want a romantic relationship with her, And you're saying that you love her, so it's secretly you love her. And this has happened to all of us girls. You've got to, like, just be honest with her and take your chances. If you know that you don't have a chance in hell, then I would nurture the relationship as a friendship, and I wouldn't even try. But if there's something you could do and just be like, you know, just, like, don't make it cheesy, but, like, make it in a moment where it's the right moment. Don't, like, come out and be like, I love you, it's Valentine's Day, please, where you're like, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I would just be really slick about it, really sly about it, use that swag as much as you can and just be like, you know, you are so beautiful. Like I, Like, gosh, I'm around you all the time. I never really noticed how fucking gorgeous you are. Something, like... Just on the side, let's drop little hints. I wouldn't just be like, oh, it's Valentine's Day, and now I want to be out of the friend zone. Let me just try to bang her tonight. You're going to have to (laughs) – like you said in your question, Mario, it's going to be a transition. So transition out of the friend zone. Don't, just like drop little hints, see how the chemistry is, like touch your hand while you're talking to her, touch your shoulder, you know, something, like see how the chemistry is. Is she reacting to you in that way or not really? So, you know, I would really use your intuition, use your gut instincts. Okay, next question.
2: All right, next up we have Anonymous. I'm 43 years old and I'd say over the past two years I could swear my penis has shrunk. I haven't gained weight and I'm not talking and I'm not taking any drugs or medication that would cause this. Is this normal? Is this a normal occurrence?
1: Mm. Yes. It is. It is a normal occurrence, and it depends on the man and the age. Sometimes it doesn't happen until, you know, sometimes it happens. I think the most common is probably in the 40s, and then, you know, it gets more common as a 50s, 60s, 70s, of course, it gets more common. Um, What happens is is you're producing less testosterone, Um, so a couple things might happen. Your penis might get a little shorter, and it might get a little less, on the girth, too, um, not a lot if it 's a drastic change, I would definitely go see a doctor but if it 's a little bit of change, then that 's normal and what's what 's also going to happen probably, and may or may not be uh, that you produce less semen, so when you do ejaculate it 's not as much come as you normally had. Or a lot of guys, you know, they start to have, like, some problems, like it takes a lot more to get them aroused or it takes a lot more to get them off. So these kind of changes are normal, but everyone is different. But I would say if it's drastic, go see a doctor. But if it's just slight and you're noticing, um, it's normal at your age. It's definitely normal, so don't panic. Okay, next question. All
2: right, next we've got Alice. I'm 20 years old. I went out with the guy a few times and had an amazing time. Everything seemed perfect. On our fourth date, he said he was taking me to a friend's party, and I didn't hesitate, just agreed. But when we walked into the place, it wasn't your typical house party. Almost everyone was naked. They were all having sex in couples or groups. When he reached, over for me I pulled and just kind of stood in a corner for a little while watching and shocked before I left and called a cab I feel extremely naive and don't think I'll be dating for a while my question is do you hear about these kinds of things a lot <laughs> are they normal or should I stay single forever oh
1: Alice I feel so bad for you okay Alice, what is normal is what you feel comfortable with. So, like I always say on the show, know your freak level. In other words, Alice, there's there's nothing that's quote-unquote normal. Is this common? Yes, it's very common. Is it right? No, not necessarily. That's why when you date somebody new, get to know them, have conversations before you go out with them, um, just Get, you know, get them to open up to you a little bit. Have some, you know, banter before you're just, like, going out on a date with them. Um, you know, ask them, like, oh, what are our plans they, Oh, what kind of party is it? That kind of thing. So you don't get in that situation again. Sorry you got in that situation. But... <laughs> don't cut yourself off and say, should I stay single forever? You're 20 years old. Hell no, you shouldn't stay single forever. <laughs> you just have to know your freak level. You can't, if you're comfortable at a level 4 or 7, you can't go out with a 10 who's a total freak and have an orgies and <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff. Alice, there's people that get dressed up like teddy bears and they all fuck. I mean, it's called, <laughs> it's called furry parties and I didn't even know about it until I started doing this show and I'm just like what really are you kidding me and it's huge it's all over the place so yes it's common but there's somebody out there for you that likes the stuff that you like and you're 20 years old don't give up you know definitely don't give up and um i would date but just be a little bit more like communicate with the person before you go out with them what do you think shorty um Shorty, no. she's your age. How old
2: are you, Shorty? I'm nineteen. But okay. I'm so you'll be twenty. Okay, there you go. So Alice is your age. What would you say to her? Well, I was gonna tell her, hit me up on Instagram with the address, a little DM. Fly <laughs> through the DM Oh um,
1: <laughs> This is why I love you. This is why I love because you 'cause you're crazy. You're crazy like me. But but everybody's different, Shorty. People, like, Shorty, when I met you, like, your personality is ten feet in front of you like mine is, and that's why we connected. But Alice is, like, chill, and, you know, she was in shock, and she's, like, standing there in shock. So not everybody is, you know, like us, outgoing and open-minded and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, God knows I was wild back in the day, but I've calmed down a lot. But (laughs) still, I have, I have. But still, like, Alice needs encouragement like let's say shorty you had a friend that is like alice you probably have friends that are like oh i have so many okay i always
2: tell them to try and if, if it's not their thing don't do anything you're not you're not willing to do but maybe you should have just kind of walked around the park maybe you shouldn't have been so quick to leave i'm not saying you would have had to join in in the sex or (laughs) but um, maybe you are really young just like myself and i might be a little bit more experienced than you but i'm definitely saying you don't know what your levels are until you keep trying a little bit more a little bit more and maybe this example was too much for you but don't stay single or, you know, don't, maybe don't even shut this guy out. Maybe if you really enjoyed your dates with him, call him back and just say, like, hey, I'm sorry that I felt uncomfortable with that, but maybe, you know, talk to him about it. Maybe, maybe yeah. you know, people are into different things, and I know I wouldn't know half the shit about myself if I wasn't, like, Well, let's try it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it does say it was their fourth day,
1: and, you know, everything seemed perfect. So, yeah, I hear you. That's, you know, definitely some good advice, Shorty, some good advice. (laughs) I say run. I say run. Homie sounds like a freak from hell. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I definitely, Shorty, like, that's why I have you on the show
2: to give your, your side of it. Okay, next question. We've got Jordan. I've been dating a girl for six months, and she's very sweet. From the outside, we look like the perfect match. But I'm bored out of my mind. There's no passion, and the sex is just mediocre. I feel like an idiot. She's perfect. Wife womp, material. womp, womp womp, <laughs> womp, 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 I don't want no mediocre. <laughs> oh, I hear
1: this shit all the time. Okay,
2: go ahead. I'm sorry. She's perfect wife material, and I just can't keep, can't really, see dude. myself happy with her. However, I can't bring myself to break up with her. I know she's going to be crushed. What should I do?
1: Okay, Jordan. Six months dating girl. She's wifey material.
2: She
1: ain't. You're bored out of your mind. Yeah, she sounds like wifey material. (laughs) Have you been not listening to the fucking show, Jordan? Jordan, have you not heard how many married people write into the show that aren't getting laid, Jordan? Jordan, have you not seen that, you know, it doesn't get any better after you marry someone. It gets worse. So don't think that, like, she's wife material. Okay, so this is common because, like, I'm going to use myself as an example, Jordan, because, like, sometimes I date guys that are, like, awesome like they look great on paper they are they're awesome at what they do for a living they're successful in their lives and they like me, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I should so like this guy. I should date this guy. I should marry this guy because he's perfect. Like, he's a great guy, but I have no chemistry, and he does nothing for me, and, you know, he comes in two seconds, and it, I'm, like, not satisfied. So, you know, there this happens to all of us, and what's happened is, is that you feel kind of guilty because this girl is like the perfect marriage material kind of girl, probably that mom and dad or mom would love to see you bring home, but you're not, you're not attracted to her. So you got to break up with her. you got to let her go because she's going to be crushed. But, Jordan, she deserves to be with someone that is totally into her, and there's someone for everyone. So she deserves to be with a guy that's not bored out of his fucking mind. You need to let her go. No matter, she'll get over it. Trust me, she will. I know you think you're all that, but, you know, we all do. But she'll get over it. Jordan, thanks for writing in.
2: I appreciate it. Shorty, what do you think? I think I've never heard the sex got better after six months. (laughs) Oh, I think. And you know what? You leave her, you'll find someone you have bomb-ass sex with, and she'll leave you and find someone who she's just having regular sex with. It Win-win.
1: Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, she'll be crushed, but she'll get over it. Okay,
2: next question. All right, we got Chris. My ex has been trying to get back together with me for about three months. She's acting like a changed woman, but the relationship was hell. (laughs) I don't have a date this Valentine's Day, and she suggested that we go out. Should I give her another chance? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, again,
1: been there, have the same situation. Um, if the relationship was hell, and okay. Ex has been trying to get back together for about three months. Okay, three months is not enough time that she's really, truly changed. There's two reasons why people change. Either they have a life-threatening event, a car accident, a dramatizing event, they've lost someone, you know, or they've lost someone, some kind of dramatic event, or they've had some kind of spiritual awakening or epiphany. If those two things have not happened, Chris, with your ex and she's acting like a changed woman, now if she did have some kind of like life-altering event, maybe your breakup was like a life-altering event for her and she really realized the error in her ways. But if the relationship was hell, most likely it's going to be hell again if there hasn't been something that's triggered this so-called change. Anyone could be on their best behavior for three months. I would definitely not... Um, If you're going to go out with her, I wouldn't like put your heart into it and think that, oh, we're going to, you know, go romantic and jump back into this relationship because you could be jumping right back into the same cycle that you were in before. I would just very much so proceed with caution. Chris, what do you say, Shorty?
2: Don't go back to hell for some pussy. Go to a fucking strip club. (laughs) I mean, there's plenty of them around. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Okay, next question. You got a point. You got a point. (laughs) All right, next up, we got anonymous. My wife hacked into my Instagram. Uh Don't go back to hell for some pussy. (laughs) Go to a strip club. Quote, unquote, shorty with a funny. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. Next up we got anonymous. My wife hacked into my Instagram. Uh oh. And saw some not so innocent exchanges in my direct messages five months ago. Ho oh. I've been in the doghouse ever since. Mind you, I know what I did was wrong and I didn't cheat. I only did it because we haven't had sex in ten months. What? Who? <laughs> And jerking off to plain old porn gets a little mundane. I'm hurting sexually, and it and things don't change soon. I know I'm going to end up cheating. Is there any hope for my marriage? Let me rephrase that. Is there any hope for my sex life while being married?
1: Okay, again, this is repetitive, 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 repetitive. I hear this every day from my clients. I hear this every show. Um, it's a very common question. So, in other words, ladies listening, um, you know, number one, Google Kegel exercises. Get that (laughs) badge nice and tight, okay? We need to take care of our pussies. If you have a lot of hair down there, nobody wants a forest down there, okay? Get yourself waxed, get yourself shaved, little patches, okay? I, I like bald. Shorty, you like bald, too, right? Oh, I'm a bald eagle. Oh, yeah, I'm a bald eagle, like, all the way. I can't Maybe stand that. no hair, no hair whatsoever. That's the best way to go. And plus, it's going to be more satisfying for you ladies, too, because it's so much more sensitive when you're bald, so it it's good for us, and guys like it, trust me. Okay, so, wifeys out there, you've got to step up your game Men are, you know, hurting sexually. Now, I'm not saying just wifeys. Men need to step up their game, too. It's just more common that it's the women that are not giving the sex to the man that's married or that you're in your marriage with or you're using sex as a weapon. Like, I've... I had another question a few weeks ago about somebody not cleaning a garage and then his wife didn't give him sex because he didn't clean the garage. This is ridiculous. You cannot use sex as a weapon. Sex is a need. It's a physical need. It's how we all got here. It's nothing dirty. There's nothing bad. Your men need to fuck. You need to suck them off. And you need to be satisfied, too. So get his head in between your legs as well. You know, you guys, sex is healthy. It's... It de-stresses you, it's healthy, there's nothing wrong with it. Just because you get married, ladies, okay, you don't let yourself go and not have sex with your man. This is a huge problem. Women think, oh, we're married now. He's tied down. He's got to stay faithful to me. Bullshit. He's going to be out there on Instagram jerking off to girls on Instagram. He's going to be out there looking at porn. And pretty soon he's going to be fucking the neighbor or fucking his secretary or something like that. Yes, I'm being honest with you. This is a reality check. So guys like this write into my show All the time, and I counsel. And you could check out Mm catapultent.com for confidential coaching with me. But anyway, I counsel men all the time, and they have major problems in their sex lives. Communication. In other words, anonymous. You're running into my show. You're not alone. Again, this is very. You're hurting sexually, though. When I see those words, I'm hurting sexually. That's not good. So you have to communicate with her. You need to talk to her. You don't get angry. You don't be an asshole. You don't be abrasive, okay? You need to start touching your wife in a non-sexual way when she's washing the dishes, when she's doing stuff. Women like to be touched in a non-sexual way. Let her know that she's safe and she's secure and you love her. They like security and safety. Then you, you know, have a chance of communicating your needs and letting her know. I, I, you know, I miss you, baby. I like ten months is a really long time, and I'm sorry I did what I did. And it's not that I don't love you; it's that I'm hurting sexually. If you can't get it, you know, to where you can fix it, um, you know, we do confidential coaching at catapultingat.com. There's marriage counseling. Again, if you can't get it right, then obviously it's not going to work. So that's my advice there. (laughs) You know, this is so common, Shorty, and I know you're so young, but I'm sure you hear about this all the time. And it's just kind of like a lot of women, they think that once they get a man tied down, that they don't have to keep it hot in the bedroom. They don't have to, you know, keep themselves hot. They get, you know, whatever. You know, you still got to... You got to keep it spicy, and you know it's like it's like
2: maintenance.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like it's like maintenance. And even my, I love my gay couples out there, but even like my friend Justin Jedlica. I mean, like he's married. You know, he's a gay man and he's married, and he's like. I don't know what my husband has to prove. We have sex all the time, but it's maintenance. He's a lot of maintenance. Mm -hmm. And so it's for straight couples, gay couples. You know, it's maintenance. Like you have to, don't make it feel like a chore, though. Enjoy yourself. This is another thing, Shorty. A lot of people are in relationships and they are maintaining and they're fucking their man or fucking their woman and giving head, giving oral, whatever the case may be, and they're not satisfied. Mm. So they're pleasing the other person and they're feeling like they have to keep up with the other person, but then they're not getting their rocks off. So people who are maybe a little passive and you're not speaking up and you're the pleaser and you're constantly being the pleaser, trust me, we love you. Us aggressive <laughs> us aggressive lovers yeah, that take we control do. We love you, please me, eat me, do what you you know, do your thing. Especially you young guys. I mean you're such pleasers, it's so awesome. But you wanna make sure that you speak up and you're being you're getting off and you're being pleased too. Don't continuously be that person that's doing the all the work and being the pleaser make sure it's a very much so a give and take situation to where you're getting satisfied too because you will get resentful you'll get resentful in the relationship and it could go both ways men and women it's not a guy thing it's not a girl thing it is a you know an individual thing there's some women that are very sexual there's some men that are very sexual and then there's some that are not there's men that are not and there's women that are not so don't ever put anybody in a box because it's it's very it it very much so can go you know either way so what do you
2: think miss shorty Women, please keep your men satisfied. I'm tired of them popping up in my DMs. I don't don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. I know, right? Because Because sometimes it's not even for sex. Like, they just want to talk about you to me, and I'm like, oh. Exactly, and that's why I
1: provide the service I do, confidential coaching, because men, Yeah, because men, especially powerful men, and it seems like the more powerful, the more successful, the more, you know, the more, like, you know, things they have going on, and they don't have anybody to talk to. And it's crazy because um, I've been doing shows like this for a really long time, and I know call girls that they'll tell me that you know that are girls that are escorts and they'll tell me some of these guys just want to talk some of these guys just want to talk and i know that because it's what i do for a living is what i've done for over 10 years is be the confidential coach to affluent men to men that are nfl players men that are in the entertainment industry i have politicians that aren't even in our country i have politicians from other countries i have you know very successful men And they just need someone to talk to, and they can't tell their wives what they tell me. And that's a shame because I really want to be a voice for relationships in the future to be a total connection, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, sexually. Make sure that you're properly matched. Make sure you're communicating before you go into a committed relationship, a monogamous relationship. You know, if you're committing to be monogamous and you can't, then you know, you gotta be honest about it too. And marriage, honestly, we need to redefine marriage somehow because it's obviously not working. Okay.
2: We have what do we have? One more question? Yes, we just okay. one more. Okay. All right, Michael, we saved you for last. My girlfriend and I have been together for six months. It's pretty serious. But before it gets too serious, I really want to take my fantasy of a threesome to come true. <laughs> God damn, you men in threesomes! I'm taking her to Vegas for Valentine's Day. Should I surprise her with after a few drinks with a hot escort coming to our hotel room and just see what happens, or should I talk about, or should I talk to her
1: about it first? <laughs> I just answered your question, Michael. You have to communicate. What's going to happen if? You know, and you know your girlfriend, you know how open she is. If she's, like, a kind of chick that, like, gets a couple of drinks and she kisses girls and stuff, then, you know, maybe she'll be open to it or if it's something that you've talked about before. But if you've never talked to her about this and you've only been with this woman for six months, you're taking her to Vegas for Valentine's Day, which is so awesome. So that's awesome, Michael. But if you just have some chicks show up at the door... And even if she is a little tipsy, she might be like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are you doing? So I would have the drinks, talk to her about it maybe the night before, you know, talk to her about it and see how she feels about it first. Because if you just, like, boom, bring in, you know, bring in the chick. Now, you said it's not um, you want to get serious, but it's not that serious. Is that what he said? Something like that? Yeah. Okay. So before it gets too serious, you want to make your fantasy come true. Um, Let me say this too If you have a threesome With this girlfriend Most likely It won't get serious Every time there's a threesome And you know You can't like Have a threesome And then expect that person To like Unless she's like Very open minded And cool Most likely You're not going to get Into a serious Committed relationship With her after a threesome Usually threesomes Really fuck things up If it's a monogamous, committed relationship. If it's not that serious and you think she'd be down, go for it. But you know best, Michael, so use your judgment. I would say talk to her first. What do you think, Shorty?
2: Yeah, I mean, an escort after a few drinks, and then in Vegas, you're just asking her to leave your ass in Vegas and find <laughs> herself a rich Vegas man. Like, <laughs> you're giving her a really awesome fucking plot. So be careful. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all we have time for tonight. And we
1: love all of our listeners, all you naughty ones. Tune in next time for real, raw, relevant information about love, sex, and relationships.